Hey ladies, this is Underwired. Welcome to the show designed to uplift and support women all over the world. Hey, hey, I'm Lindsay. They call me the kindest kahuna and the imaginal connector. I love puppies, travel, great coffee, and all of you out there who love humanity. I'm Betsy Wiersma, a serial entrepreneur and lover of doing good and having fun. My passion is connecting hearts and souls with art, ideas, and adventures. Hey, I'm Shay Sparks. As an energetic catalyst and fearless communicator, I love to have great conversations with amazing people. And I'm Sunny, mom of four, here to shed light on what really matters. Together, we're underwired. And now for the show. Welcome, welcome back to another inspiring and uplifting show of Underwired. Ladies, thank you for being here. Today we're talking about music. And why is music so important? It's been important because it's tied to our memories. Oftentimes we have some kind of event that we have experienced and there was a music somewhere in the background like weddings or graduations or maybe it's a breakup song. So I know, I don't know about you ladies, but what is it that uh, if you were stranded on a deserted island, what genre of music would you want to take with you to uplift you? while you're on that deserted island. Sunny, I'll start with you. Well, we're on a deserted island, so I'm going to say steel drums. Ooh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't have words, so you're not going to get yeah. tired of the words, right? Yeah. And why not? When in Rome, you know, <laughs> grab a hammock and listen to steel drum music. There you why go. Not? I love it. I love it. Steel. You feel, You can feel the islands, right? That's there right. There you go. I love yeah. it. Yes. Uh, Betsy, what about yourself? I'm going to take all things 80s. I'm just going to take the 80s with me, you know, a little flashback to college. Uh, Yeah, always. I know all the words to all the songs miraculously, so I could just be my own friend. (laughs) There you go. Sing along. (laughs) Perfect. Lindsay? Well, you know, it's always so difficult for me to pick one, but I think I'd honestly go with world music, you know, like Mm. the stuff that just sounds like all kinds of different cultural pieces from all around the planet. I really enjoy the different stylings of different countries and different people. So I'd go with world music. Mm, I love that. And steel drums is included in that, Sunny, just so you know. Yes, it is. I was going to say, world music has got a lot of steel drums. That's true. It sure does. I, I don't know if I could pick just one genre. I, no, I, I mean, I came up tough. the question. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. It's so hard. I love so many different ones. And uh, I would just pick, I don't know, I'd have a playlist from here to there of everything, so, which is what I do now. So yeah, I love it. Love music. And I have the distinct honor of having the B word for this episode. And for me, the B word is all about the bass, about the bass. Uh, uh. Yes, we're going to be singing and dancing and having a great time. And the reason I love bass is because did you know that that is where most of the time our dance moves come into is when you hear that, that deep bass in the background. Now, you might not know that it's there because a lot of us are have turned it down or maybe they don't have it. But I grew up in the age where you literally turned up the bass and barely the treble and, uh, you know, had a, a boom box and had all of that stuff. Uh, and you have these humongous speakers in the back of the car. And it's all about the beat. 
the base for me. So I love to dance and I know that there is just when you get that right song with that bass, you can just automatically feel your heart beating with it and moving along. So I'm wondering, ladies, what is your favorite dance song? And for those of you who are playing along and following along on our Telegram channel, please let us know what your favorite dance song is. Betsy, you first. I'm also putting into the Telegram channel that I had a boom box. Speaking of a B word, <laughs> yes. I had a boom box. I love I my too. boom box. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was slightly distracted. Um, so I am going with all the music that was playing at the B word bar uh, when I was in college. Were, and that's really where we danced. I mean, I can't say in modern day life for me, I have a lot of dancing, but in college, the most fun we would do is go out every Friday and Saturday night and just dance and sweat. And, you know, we used to say we'd meet Mr. Right now, Mr. <laughs> right now, <laughs> which is very much a reflection of my college days. So um, <laughs> that, and that particularly could have been some slow dancing, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, hey. But the book in the eighties, which I mentioned, I'm already a fan of, we boogied. Right. Oh, there you boogie, go. Boogie, boogie down and boogie, all that. Woogie, boogie, boogie, boogie. Yes. Okay, so, down. So that's well, how I equate dance moves to boogie. Okay. Boogie. So I got, I got a question though. So you yeah. mentioned it was during college. So yes. like, what was, what kind of music was it? You said boogie, but are we talking like disco? Like what, what like, was Yeah. It? Like I graduated in 1983. So it's Casey and okay. the Sunshine Band. And oh, it's gotcha. celebrate good times. Come on. Okay. Once they said in a sushi restaurant, when we all jumped on the tables, no singing. No, no singing, singing. <laughs> no sing. Uh, that is not my gift. So yeah, so I think what I really equate is just the fun it was to be young and to dance mm. with girls. Like you never had to dance with a partner. There was no cooth, yeah. as my mom would say. We were uncouth. Um, and if I do not tell a secret, I was actually written up for Purdue University for dancing too wildly at a Go Go's concert. With glow necklaces and super short mini skirts Ooh, in the yeah. top row. When I was a senior, we got kicked out of Purdue for being too wild. So oh um, I'm 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 really equating the boom, the boom and the bass, and the boom boom and the boogie woogie to uh <laughs> to uh for me to the 1980s and to my fun times at college. Awesome, I love that, Sunny. What's your favorite dance song? <laughs> So I do have a background in dance. Uh -huh. I started dancing oh. ever since I was a little girl, did dance lessons. In fact, um, when it was time for me to choose my career, I really had to figure out, was I going to pursue dancing and acting or was I going to do journalism? So you guys mm -hmm. know what I end up picking. But throughout life, I mean, what? dance... Dance what was my jam. What did you pick? Exactly. This so bad. So I love to dance, and mm -hmm. I I married a person who promised me he would dance on our our wedding night, and then no more. <laughs> so, 
so he did dance on our wedding oh. night, but he's not a dancer. And so I'm always trying to grab people to go dancing. And obviously your life changes after you have kids, blah, 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 blah. But I spent like my whole beyond childhood, but like, you know, we, we used to go to, uh, there was a country line dancing place that we used to mm. go to like in high school, yeah. every Sunday night, I would go country line dance like you, Betsy, sweat pouring everywhere. Yeah. Uh, looking for, looking for a cowboy that night who was going to run down the dance floor. <laughs> um, as far Save as a like, horse, ride a cowboy. Ride a okay. cowboy. <laughs> That that should be my my dance song. That song. Really song. Like that song. Um, so right now, if I'm going with right now, I have a whole playlist because mm-hmm. let's be real. When husband goes to bed, he goes to bed early. When kids go to bed, they go to bed early. And Sunny puts on her headphones, and I am jamming out, and I'm the best nice. seat dancer in the world. So Woo-hoo. my little playlist right now. I don't know if you guys are going to know this song. Um, it's called Mi Gente, which means my people. And mm. it, I, it, I won't classify this as world music because it's more dance slash maybe hip hop, dance okay. hip hop. Um, okay, so Jay Balvin and Willie William do the song, but then Beyonce does uh, her own little rendition of it. Like she comes in and like does a little rap kind of thing. So, anyways, um, I know no one knows that song, so that's not going to be. <laughs> To blow over everyone's head right now, but Google it because it's really good. And I dare you not to dance when you listen to it. Oh, awesome. I can't wait. Put it, maybe... put it in our Telegram channel. I was just oh, going to say, will. yeah, I will you do okay. that? Because I don't want to hear that. Yeah, okay. And I have, I've had the fun of dancing with you at uh, conferences before, Sunny. So <laughs> I am so glad that oh. we, we both have the background in dance. And Maybe uh, we yes, can dance together we this have, week. Absolutely. I'm, I'm planning on it. I think that was it. the last time I danced, Shay, is when we were on the Oh, no. We, <laughs> see? <laughs> that was like is, a year ago. That's terrible. That's my world. That's okay. terrible. Okay. Well, we're, I'm going to take up where you left off, Sunny, and, and Shay are that's in right. the dance that's floor. High five, Betsy. Your turn. Your I'm going to tag her wing girl. <laughs> Lindsay, right now. Yeah. what's your uh, favorite dance song? Oh my gosh. Well, right now, it's, I'm kind of more like Sunny. Since I was a little girl, I can't remember not dancing. I took mm-hmm. tap and yeah. ballet and all that fun stuff. And I really love to dance to just about anything. So the current favorite dance song, which was inspired during a time when I was actually a... Um, a worldwide trainer from Mind Valley, and I was out there in the field, and I'd have to get like 150 to 200 people in a room to learn a new dance step that we were all doing together to raise the vibe. And it was to Bruno Mars' 24 Carat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love so that. Anytime that song comes on, I immediately go into like dance moves. You know, I know the yes. whole routine because, it, and I just think it's really fun. I, yeah. I love dancing and I, it's my favorite way to move. So, uh, I love, love that. that. Well, and mine is too. I, I went through tap jazz ballet, did it by mm-hmm. myself, did it in groups, did the whole thing for 13 years of my childhood. And I I like Lindsay of Bruno Mars, the Uptown Funk. That's one of my Uptown favorites. Funk. Yes. But, but the one that brings me all the way back to like my college years, like Betsy said, is a Good Vibrations and not the Beach Boys. It is uh, Marky Mark. And it Marky is Mark. just, I love it so much uh but i can't even sing it i'm not even gonna try but it literally it even in the car i gotta crank it all the way up and i'm dancing as i'm in the car and i'm singing and i'm that person that then i see other people and they're looking at me funny and i'm like oh god i, <laughs> and I, I mean who's that old lady but you know what whatever 
that's how that's how I feel, Shay. Like when I'm dancing here in the studio and like my kids walk in or my yeah. husband walks in, they just like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't stop. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm going to keep going. I don't care. That's right. <laughs> Mom's got her one more. Mom's got her dance moves. That's right. Just one more quick one is yeah. moves like Jagger. Oh, is oh yes. Like, you cannot yes. still when that song comes on. You just can't. It's impossible. Yes. Anyone who can has a lot more control. So I've got True. the moves like Jagger. Mandy says Bruno it. Mars. Mandy says Bruno Mars is a go-to for dance music in the uh, chat. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Mandy. Absolutely. Well, sure. I'm going to hit the beat on over to Lindsay for our R word. <laughs> Woo-hoo, the R word with Lindsay today. I am super excited about this word, actually, because it's very related to what we were just talking about. And my R word is rhythm. And I want to have you just think about for a minute, where were you and when were you when you realized what rhythm actually is? I was a a little kid. I told you I loved to do dance and was singing all the time. And my grandfather was a blues guitarist. My uh, great aunt was a pianist. And I had a lot of musical people around me when I was a kid. And it wasn't until I saw the movie The Jerk with Steve Martin that I had this realization that, oh, yeah, there's rhythm. And some people don't know how to tap into it. It was natural for me to just kind of follow it. And I couldn't relate to what Steve Martin was doing when he mm-hmm. just, if you never saw the movie, he'd snap his fingers at completely the wrong time. He looked like Elaine on Seinfeld with his dance moves. You know, it was, <laughs> and I had this realization that rhythm is a thing and it's in nature and it's mm. in life. And there is kind of a rhythmic move that we tap into. So my question to you ladies is kind of where in your life did you discover rhythm and how has it affected you? And it could be rhythm with music or it can just be rhythm of life. So I'm going to kick it off with Shay. Where where were you? What what was your experience with rhythm? You know, I I'm, would love to like be like, oh yeah, I have a distinct memory of one. But what's coming up for me is uh, I started tap and, and ballet at three. And I think I was around that age, maybe three to five, I'll say. And we were at, I don't know if it was a, party or a wedding reception or something and there was a live music live band and um i'm gonna try to remember the song it's with eddie rabbit <laughs> i can't think of the song and it'll probably come to me at some point it's the oh. song the uh and my dad grabbed me onto the dance floor and he's swinging me around doing all the things like where he brings me out and brings me back and twirls me around like doing all the things and i remember thinking like how fun this is like mm-hmm. i and i don't remember rhythm being in there but how fun it went with the beat it's mm-hmm. <laughs> right going back yes. to my b word like i was like oh this is so cool and i don't know how how this That's- how he knows but i remember distinctly thinking wow my dad knows <laughs> That's I don't, awesome. I, yeah, I don't know if I know right now, but my dad knows. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, actually, that's very cool. That's and I do think that memory. dancing with our parents when we're little is a place where we learn about rhythm and yeah. beat and so forth. I think that's awesome. How about you, Bets? Where were you? What happened? Well, in your- um, I'm a huge Go Go's fan. So you know, back to my 80s, and of course, <laughs> they have a song. You got the beat. Back oh, to yeah. the B word, Shay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the beat, and and we. Um, I had a friend named Carrie in college, and we actually entered dance contests 
put lampshades on our head and we won what? dancing to you got the beat because we were outlandish enough to make these get-ups and these costumes uh-huh. and then we were you know okay so i really feel like the rhythm of such a bold song like that like we've got the beat you know like took over right mm-hmm. and really got you moving and i guess that's kind of what the electronic music festival game is these days where these people not me but others i've seen thousands of them you know can can bounce and and bang to the electronic beat for hours and hours and hours which is really interesting to me um but not something something i'm attracted to but i would say the other thing that came up for me Lindsay, when you talk about rhythm of life is i have created now a rhythm about morning yoga, stretching, prayer, mm-hmm. and yes. evening mm-hmm. yeah. journaling. Um, I have three devotionals now. I keep growing my stack of devotionals and the chosen book and this new book about stamping out um, hurry. Um, so I'm really putting in in the morning with breath and study and some audio tapes and my new Hallow app. And then in in the evening. And that has got me into a really good spiritual rhythm to kind of put bookends on the day um, that no matter how crazy it is in the middle to kind of start well and end with gratitude and, you know, setting intention. And it's really been a good time to plop out ideas out of my head, journal them out, get them in the world, you know, like get them, get them done. So um, yeah, not only the go-go's, but the go-go of life today, I've been disrupting it by uh, prayer and solitude. I love that, Betsy. I think the rhythm of life is very important. And I know Sunny can probably speak to this part too, but I also vaguely remember the rhythm of school, you know, how you'd have school starts in September and it ends in June and then you have summer. And it seemed like that rhythm went for about eight years. And then all of a sudden it got crazed. (laughs) Something changed. So I, I, the rhythm is everywhere around us. And I, I mm-hmm. love your routine rhythm. That's beautiful. Sunny, how about you? Where were you? What have, what have you oh, experienced? Oh my goodness. Okay. So most of my life has somehow been captured on camera. My dad had a video camera in his hand. He would, uh, I think he was renting them at the time, but like literally from the moment I came out of the womb, I was either on video camera or my mom would take still photos all the time of everything. Okay. And when I look back at old videos, music was just everywhere like I can't mm-hmm. watch a, vi- a home video of me opening presents or getting ready for something or you know whatever there was like the latest and greatest music of the day playing in the background because that that was like my parents thing they just played music constantly and I think that there was something about that I don't ever remember having to think about rhythm and because I started dancing so young you you learn eight counts right away one mm-hmm. two three four yep. five six seven eight and everything is to an eight count and I started not only dancing at a young age but by the time I was like in middle school I was choreographing all of our cheerleading and dance um songs and music and I was I was editing the music together and I was doing all of the the moves and stuff and choreographing. And yeah. so I can't remember a time where where I didn't have that, but I but I have a funny story to share about when your when your rhythm doesn't quite work <laughs> with the situation. <laughs> yeah. Like your rhythm is a little different than everybody else's uh-huh. rhythm. Okay, so funny story. And I think I was like maybe 10 years old when this happened. My parents have always encouraged me, be your own person. You don't have to be like everybody else, whatever. And so um there was an audition um, that was maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes from my hometown for the Nutcracker. Okay. And yeah. it was 
playing at this big performance hall or whatever. And they needed a bunch of like younger dancers to do different roles. And I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just trusting my mom. And I said, mom, you know, what should I wear for the audition? And she's like, well, what do you want to wear? And I said, well, we just got this great new dance outfit. You know, it was, it was, it was very vibrant. Um, it was orange, like bright orange, like, like Betsy's <laughs> no, orange. Betsy Square. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It was like this Hawaiian, like tank top thing that had orange trunks. You know what I mean? When I say trunk, uh-huh. like dance yeah. trunks. Yep. Yep. Okay. And at the time I had this really frizzy permy hair thing going on. And she's like, well, is that what do you want to wear to the audition? I was like, that, yeah, that's what makes me happy. That's what's going to make me happy during the audition. And she said, well, that's what you should wear. You guys, I walk into this auditorium for the Nutcracker Ballet. Oh no. Looking like this. <laughs> and there is a sea, like hundreds, I'm not even kidding, hundreds of kids my age. And they're all wearing their little pink tights uh, the light uh-huh. pink tights yep. black leotard yep and their yep. hair in a bun yep. and here comes Sunny <laughs> my hair's completely frizzed out perm in, in orange did you I get, get the like, part did you get the part we all want to know did part. you get the part i did not get the part like, there's there's no way like i i mean i was a solo artist in a sea of you know i was mm-hmm. not gonna blend in with the mice and with the nutcracker people and <laughs> it, it, wasn't it wasn't gonna work so, to be it was not your just, jam it was not it, your it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it was and that's okay and i, and I think okay. that's I think it's yeah. important to know that you can dance to your own rhythm too. You know, yes, you yes, don't have exactly. to be like everybody else and you can yes. just maintain that beat because you're special, you know, yeah. and hold that. I love you. that. You are special. Sunny. You are. Yeah. I love your special little orange costume. It just sounds so adorable. I'm going to see so if I can cute. find a picture. Either with you on that one. I, I know. I, I love share that. a couple of comments from our, our team out in the, the ethers and telegram here. Um, Energy gal grew up in Congo, Africa. And lived in the forest and would go to sleep at night listening to the different tribes drumming messages to each other. Now Love. that's cool. Like, that's a really way, nice. a wonderful way to learn about rhythm and energy gal. We appreciate your comments. I also wanted to mention one other. Mandy said, I discovered rhythm when I was first born. It's innately prevalent in Polynesian culture. So I want to thank you, all of you on Telegram, who are sharing your thoughts on rhythm and who have had some interesting stories to share. And my last one is Fred, who said, "Um, I have no distinct memory, but like Shay, the bass has always got it for me. I used to make my own choreography and make eight track tape cassettes of Elvis songs. When he was alive, yay, Fred! After her own heart, yeah. (laughs) So we love you all. Thank you so much for making more comments. And with that, we are going to go to a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back to talk about more music. Hello and welcome to United Network News. I'm Sunny Gulp. Now let's check in with our ground command, Kimberly Gogan, from the office of The Guardian. And she has her whiteboard. I can do. Remember, if it's going to be, it's up to me. 
it's up to all of us to come together. I'm Sunny Gong. Join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for The Real News. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Underwired. You're just joining us. We've been having a ball chatting with everyone yes. in the uh, the Telegram channel. You guys are sharing some really funny stories. We're sharing funny stories. Music plays such a big role in all of our lives. And uh, we're going to continue on. We, we talked about the B word, the R word, and I have the A word. So the A word today is amplify. Okay, so even if you don't know a lot about music, you've probably heard of an amp. Right. And I'm thinking like specifically like with with a guitar, like a guitar would plug into an amp. So what do we what do we do with like songs that we love? We were you know talking about this in our show today. We amplify that. Right. We may be singing at the top of our lungs and people and cars next to us are looking at us like we're completely crazy. You know, we may be showing up, you know, for for dance auditions <laughs> and looking completely crazy, just having our own rhythm. But it's all it's all about the passion, right? And when you're excited about something, you can't help but to let other people see that, right? And to express that because you really just can't contain yourself. And so where I wanted to go with this word today is really talking about the time period that we're in right now and how important it is not only for us to find ourselves again, because, you know, sometimes we lose track, you know, it's, you know, we've got crazy lives. We've got a lot of stuff going on to go back to who we really are to find ourselves again and what we're really passionate about. And I think we're coming into that time where it's going to be really important to not only recognize that, but to amplify it, to, mm -hmm. to know who we are and to stand proud on who we are and to show everybody just what we're capable of because you were put here for a very specific reason right and your gifts and your talents that you have are so important and if you are watching this show right now it's because it's probably because you already kind of know that right and you know what time period that we're in and how important this is to take those gifts and really use them gone are the days where you just go to some humdrum job that you don't care about you clock in with your little you know what are, I, I i can't remember last day what are those things called guys help me out the time clock time clock. Clock. i don't know whatever those the timer things, things the, the timer yeah. thing <laughs> where where you just kind of clock in and clock out i think maybe my first job i had to do that and then you go mm. about your merry way whatever but it's all about being passionate about whatever you know whatever really gets you going and then using, you know, amplifying, amplifying that message. So I wanted to share with you guys um, a life verse of mine. It, it's a Bible verse and God gave it to me. It must've been at least 10 years ago and it has to do with amplifying. So I wanted to read this for you because this is what I consider my life verse to be. And it comes from Matthew. So even if you've never read the Bible before, this is a, this is a great passage, regardless of your religious background, Matthew five verses 14 through 16. And it says, you are the light of the world. A town built on the hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand. It gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. 
And I think that that, you know, we're just coming into this time where verses like that are super important. You know, you guys hear the term light worker. And, and by the way, I got this verse, like when I, I didn't even know what a light worker was. Okay. I just said, God, what's my, what's my life verse in this, in this verse popped in my hand. I was like, okay, that's what we're going with. And it is as true 10 years ago as it is today, but now it's time for all of us to, to step it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when I think of, um, when I think of like where we go now and, and, and the importance of all this, I think of my, my friend who I've talked about on this show before. He happens to be the music teacher of my kids and he comes to the house and teaches my kids, you know, different lessons and things like that. And I was talking to him, this is probably a couple months ago. And I said, you know, David, I said, I know you love music, but are you doing really what you think that you were meant to do? You know, mm-hmm. is, is this it? Is teaching kids, like if you could do anything in the world and you could shine your light in any way possible, is this what you would be doing? And he said, you know what, Sonny, I do love this, but my dream is to have a kid's show, a television show, kind mm-hmm. of like, like a Mr. Rogers kind of thing <laughs> to help kids and to spread positivity that way. I said, you've never mm-hmm. told me this. This is incredible. What you, I love where, that. Where, where have you been hiding? from me it's like i you know i i talked to someone about it a while ago they shut down my dream they said Mm. you know you'll never get funding for it or whatever and i said david you need to rekindle that okay because that is in your heart for a reason and i think it's for now yeah (laughs) and i think you we can bring this to light now and it just kind of came out of nowhere i was expecting him to be like yeah i want to give free music lessons and stuff but it was this dream that he had that he just put, you know, pushed down for so long. And and that's just one story, guys. And mm-hmm. I hope as you're listening to this, you're thinking, oh yeah, this is, you know, there's something that I really want to do and it just lights me up. And man, I could really amplify that. So my my question to you ladies is, is there anything that's really got you amped up recently? So we're all about <laughs> spreading positivity and light and encouraging people. And I know that amps us up, right? That's why we do this show. But have you had anything in life recently that you're really amped up about? Okay, for mm-hmm. Sunny, what, Matthew, what? Because I love that. I want to write it down. Oh, yeah. Matthew, what? Matthew 5. Yes, yeah, so I'll put it in the chat. Matthew 5, five verses uh, 14 through 16. Thank you. I, yeah. I've heard that verse many, many times, but uh, I just wanted to get that one down. Okay, I'll go first since I butted in to get the Matthew verse. I, you know, I love wearing my art clothing. I am really crazy. And Lindsay is a perfect model for me today, wearing some Betsy art. I really believe God gave me art six years ago this week, which is really cool. It's my sixth year anniversary of, I take, I took an art class. My entire life changed. It went from art just being something once in a while I did to art just being this place for God and me and to just come together and be connected and to just hear that we small voice and to, do good and have fun and raise money and do things. And so I am just crazy about now making niche art for things that I think could benefit. So this weekend I made some art about the chosen, something close to the heart of me and Lindsay. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't taking their logo and making art. It was being inspired by the mm-hmm. movement of the chosen going to the world and making my own art in the world. And then I'm going to make a, I love America art because I think so many people get down in our country and I think if they had interesting things to wear that were patriotic but not old school and yucky if they were just red white and blue and celebratory that might be a way for them to express you know like the possibility for America so 
I'm, and of course I love to wear my crazy art, like girl animals <laughs> and walk through life in matching color. So that's definitely dancing, dancing to my own beat. <laughs> uh, and sometimes Lindsay dances to my beat and Shay and you, uh, Sunny have danced yeah. to my beat before. And so I am amplifying God's work through me, through the mm. vibration of color and creativity. Um, and even if one person likes it or wears it, or I just have fun, that's, yeah. I'm down for that. You know, it's yeah. not measured by the world. I think it's really awesome to be here in my sixties and work for God and not be measured by the world. Like it has to have followers and be this, no, it just has to do light work. Yes. It's all about that positivity and that frequency. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what it is that makes you happy. You don't have to have other people that really like it, but it's that frequency that you're, that you're putting out and that's contagious. And the more and more we do that, the brighter and brighter the planet gets. Yes, Lindsay, Lindsay, what you got? You know, the fun fact for Lindsay is that I get pretty amped up about a lot of things and people who know me, you know, go, you have multiple vision disorder. And, you know, they'll get really, <laughs> they'll, they'll have a lot of judgment around about who I am, but here's the real truth. I absolutely get amplified and super lit up when other people are lighting up about their dream. Mm. So my Mm. business is called Imaginal Ventures for a reason. I love supporting and assisting people who are ready to go live their dream, even if it seems super wacky and crazy. And when you're chasing an idea, it never pencils out. But when you actually live a dream, it always works. Always. It may not look how you thought, it was going to look, but it does come to fruition. And I have watched and witnessed that so many times that it's just, that gives me a high, like there's no other. So if you ever meet me in person, you're going to get the, what is it? The 20 questions of Lindsay. Okay. So tell me about that. And how did that work? And what about this? And you're going to get it because that's how I am. I will listen for a long time looking for the real light in someone's eyes and in their energy field, because I know that as soon as they're tuned up and tuned in, the entire world gets better, yep. no matter what. So that's yeah. why I fly. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay, I felt that same way when I was talking to David and he was sharing his passion with me. I his face lit everything lit up and I almost I almost felt like I was looking at a different person, not that he's a sad person, but yeah. you know, he's got some troubles going on and whatever. So, but he talked about this project and now he is literally, you know, getting, you know, like a budget together and everything to submit a project so he can become you know, he calls himself Mr. Doodles. That would be the name of the show. Mr. Doodles. Awesome. You know? Oh, that's and, so cool. And he sings and he laughs. It was just, it's it's just incredible. But I'm right there with you, Lindsay. It's like seeing, seeing that connect with people and yeah. seeing that fire come back in their eyes when, yes. you know, for so yeah. long, it's like paying the bills and doing this and, you know, clocking in and out with that little thing that I can't remember what it's called, <laughs> you know? And then suddenly it's like a, a, a switch gets flipped. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's, it's totally, yeah. it's beautiful. I love it. It is a beautiful thing. And I get yeah. pretty stoked about it. So I love yeah. It. All right. And Shay, Shay, what gets you amped up? Well, I love this Bible verse and it's no coincidence that it came up uh, because for me, I was literally walking on the beach this morning, doing my walking meditation with God. And I just got the message of that 
not just me, but we are assigned to shine. Yep. And what I feel like I do is help others shine bright as well, because I'm shining and we give others permission to also shine. And uh, as you guys all know on the panel, but everyone who's listening, I love to connect people, love to have great conversations. And I just heard this saying today, right before I got on the show, which I love, it's uh, what was it? It used to be when you're networking, it's about, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Mm-hmm. And they're saying now it's about who knows you. Mm, yeah. And they know you because you're shining. Yeah. And I am like, that's going to be my new mantra. And I think about that with, you know, Betsy and I going into this podcast conference next week and, and uh, being with experiencing it with you last year, Sunny, it's like, oh my God, I can't wait to like, go see my people and go get connected and, and just be able to connect and, and shine. I love oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a big difference. You know, you hear, oh, she just lights up a room when she walks in. Mm -hmm. Like there's science behind this, guys. It's not just because someone smiled. There's an energy and everything about it. And Shay, I I can, Mm -hmm. 100% you have that. I mean, you know, even, you know, when we first met and stuff like that, there's just a presence about you. I know I've talked about it before on the show, but I'll brag about it a little bit more for you. Thank you. <laughs> and that is, you really do. Like people are drawn to Shay. She has this magnetism, mm-hmm. this frequency about her. Um, and uh, it's just fun to be around. So I'm going to be her wing gal. I can't even yeah. wait to miss and bring a notebook and take notes. Yeah, I'm sorry, Miss Shay, we'll see you in a minute. She's very busy right <laughs> now. <laughs> I have to shout out from our telegram, um, energy gal, beautiful watercolor that really does radiate energy. She just posted it for all of you to share Aww. in telegram. Oh my gosh. Nice. We're having so much fun. Carleen's pictures from her dance days. We are having a blast over here in Telegram and Cindy Shumway again with the clouds in the sky. And Cindy, I did that this week. I was walking and I put my hand out and like Jesus's hand was in the clouds and I did the Cindy. I put my hand next to the cloud and it was just like my hand. It was like beckoning me. So um, thank you, Keisha and everybody, uh, Teresa, all the people that have really joined in and we're having so much fun. Yeah. Well, Betsy, I'm going to hand it over to you for outside the box. Outside the box. So I am so happy to host outside the box about music because no sing, Betsy, no sing, (laughs) but I do know some wonderful singer songwriters. And this one is Megan Burt. The most interesting thing, not only is she an award-winning singer-songwriter, but she has gone into the prison system for the last 10 years and played in women's prisons, which is such an interesting gig all over the East Coast. But she really thinks music is this fabulous way to connect. So I want to uh, set you up for the fabulous, wonderful Megan Burt. Hey, 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 Betsy Beersma here from Underwired. And today we are just blessed, so lucky to have the amazing Megan Burt, when you talk about music, you've got to talk about Megan Burt, singer, <laughs> songwriter, independent, superstar, one of my favorite uh, people on earth. Megan, welcome to Underwired. Thanks, Betsy. So glad to be here. I'm glad that when we talk all things music, that I fall into that category. That's great. Well, you know, it all began in a small hospital for you and me, but it really all began when you volunteered as a singer-songwriter to support the Camp Experience Network and to share a a little bit of that journey, unsuspecting that you and I would be friends forever and uh, travel the world together, see some (laughs) uh, amazing 
things in Africa, experience charity, giving, all over the globe, all kinds of fun things. But today we're going to talk about music. So I want people to hear the truth from an independent singer-songwriter because people, you know, watch those shows on TV and they're just like, oh, it's just easy if you're talented. You just snap your little fingers and it all works out. And I want you to tell them a little bit about what it's like to, you know, produce your own music and to make ends meet as a musician. Well, uh, that's an interesting question. Um, it's, you know, being being a, a an independent entrepreneur musician means that you end up doing a lot of things and you have sort of like a 10% satisfaction that you are sort of always chasing and 90% working on getting there. And that 10% is the bridge that sort of carries you between wins. And, um, and I don't think a lot of people see that because what we present is our, our, you know, the final edits of our music and our, our best shows. There's just, uh, so <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it. You know, sometimes I think like if I, if I quit music, would I be the best candidate for a job interview or the worst? Because I've never had like a normal job. But if someone was like, what are your skills? They would be like management, leadership, administrative, social media, marketing, event planning. Like so you have to be able to do kind of everything. I play some gigs that I don't always talk about, some, you know, private gigs, some corporate gigs that help pay the bills. Um I have taught songwriting at, at University of Colorado College. Um, I uh, book for other people, book for other entities. Um, I do custom songwriting, like people who, you know, will hire me to write songs for them. You do you know, studio work, sing on other people's records. It... Um, you you know if you're gonna do this as a full time job you really get good at at sort of piecing it all together it's it's not streamlined it's definitely a puzzle. Well, tell them about when you played with the Colorado Symphony Orchestra because of all the manifestations. I think you did a darn small job of doing that, and um, I want to see that dress again because the dress no, is so awesome. Where is that dress? I know it's just hanging in the closet. I need a that dress. Needs to just. I know. I wish it I would have put it on with this interview. Oh, that could have been Maybe really dressy. Start yeah. over. Really fancy. Yeah. And this is the dress I'm wearing the symphony. Well, just tell them about the idea and the manifestation of that, and then we'll uh, play a little music. Oh, I uh, I was working on a record and really wanted to put a string arrangement on it. And so um, I sort of manifested the money to make a string arrangement happen and then we were recording this beautiful quartet and I thought gosh it'd be beautiful to play this with the symphony one day and um I I ended up playing this last minute gig uh and the head of the the VP of the symphony just happened to be there and mm -hmm. happened to be there mm -hmm. happened to be there and, and uh came up to me afterwards and said let's go to lunch and um at that lunch meeting he said I've got a show and I think you should play. <laughs> so um, it was all just very, very, very magical. And 
makes me think that I should be I should be imagining myself with the symphony again. Hey, I can see if I can pull that one off again. <laughs> well, Underwired is all about manifestation and, you know, believing you can. And I've really seen that for you, Megan. Well, I've asked Megan today to play a song here for all of you on Underwired. Uh, Megan, what are you going to play today? I'm going to play a song called Revolutionary. It's a song about um, about sort of the bravery it takes to find the the silver lining in times of real hardship. But it's I was born with an armor on my chest. Held it closer because a soldier never removes a vest. And it's a kind of tragic. Always standing on guard till I start looking past it to see the gift. Something I had to wait for Everything that has come undone Opened up a new door To nothing I'd ever known Revolutionary Finds a way to see the gold None of it was fair Conversation. I'm learning how to trust. Doesn't mind my expectation. It's never out of time. It's the wisdom of ages in a language I know. It's a everything that's come that's undone it. right yeah everything i've gotten is something i've waited for megan's so insightful so awesome we want to just talk about it but we're gonna go to break we are watching underwire we'll be right back
This is Real Talk. We discuss important issues impacting our world and how we as humanity can come together, overcome our obstacles, and move forward towards a bright and beautiful future. Well, everybody, we are back, and it's so nice. I was just actually reading some of the comments in Telegram. You guys are awesome tonight. Keep it coming. We love the love and what you're sharing, and this music is definitely inspiring people. Yes, yes, yes. I want to kind of just introduce, we are doing something a little different. Normally, we would start you a wow woman or something like that, or a meow, depending. And today, we decided to just go completely off the rails and follow our energy and experience this music. I had an opportunity this past Saturday, I was accidentally in a right place at a right time where a singer-songwriter festival broke out with a bunch of people from Nashville, actually. And I was in, of all places, Woodenville, Washington, which, what? Anyway, too long of a story to go into, but I had the opportunity because I got curious about what lit up these songwriters. I got to talk to two of them, Wynn Varble and Justin Winslow, who you will see in a brief video here for a minute. They shared their story about a song that they created, and it just totally inspired me to get out the pen and paper. So I'm going to go ahead and play the package. Washington. Yeah. Well, you know, we're from the South. That's and, true. Uh, we talk funny down there. So. We read good. Yeah, we read good. <laughs> in our minds, you know. So uh, we write songs every day in Nashville. We go into an office like y'all do y'all's jobs and we make stuff up. And. Uh, <laughs> But you don't make stuff up. You're really me. not making a good argument for well, what we do. <laughs> with, with, you know, you got to live it to make to know about it. You know, you write what you know. And uh, anyway, sometimes it's really beautiful and touching, and sometimes it's just kind of stupid and fun and <laughs> touching. Touch, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so. I sat there with a couple of buddies by one morning. We wrote this song. We was looking out the window at this discount shoe store down there and uh i hadn't done this song in a long time i hope i remember it but uh it was springtime and the women was coming in out of there like ants you know and uh i said boys we're in the wrong business we need to be selling shoes (laughs) so we wrote this stupid song just goofing around and we knew nobody wasn't gonna cut it and so about a month later my publisher called and said uh Kelly Pickler's cutting that song, and yes. I didn't know who Kelly Pickler was. And oh, my gosh. Went home, told my wife, I said, some guy named Kelly Pickler. Kelly with an eye. And uh, then I seen her on TV, and she was not a boy at all. So uh, it, 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 she had a hit with this called Things That Never Cross a Man's Mind. Oh, Shopping, these shoes are all wrong. Just look in my closet, not a thing to put on. I wonder how these jeans make me look from behind. Things that never cross a man's mind. Let's turn off the TV. I can't we just talk? 
Let's lay and cuddle till we both drift off. If we don't make love, that'll be just fine. Things that never cause a man to lie. Yeah, that joke is too dirty. That steak is too thick. There ain't no way in the world I'll ever finish it. That car is too fast. This beer is too cold. And watching all this football sure getting old. I wish I was working this weekend. Not on the lake, with my life. Things that never cross a man's mind. Oh, y'all gotta put your hands together. is too tight, her legs are too long, and those heels are too high, boy, she looks like the mankind, things that never cross a man's mind, yeah, that joke is too dirty, that steak is too thick, there ain't no way in the world I'll ever finish it. a man's mind never it's think so to never true. cross a man's mind and, and your background laughter and i just added that extra flair <laughs> and the that dog. extra yeah right justin who was the guy on the right he was so, being so funny he had never heard that song so then he starts doing his own little dance routine i couldn't <laughs> keep it together i felt lucky that i even got half of it on video because it was uh -huh. just hysterical but i i, oh I digress God. a little but i would just say that it's just so fun to be around singer songwriters who are just like he said making stuff up Sometimes yeah. it's stupid, sometimes it works. And then all of a sudden, someone else hears it and says, I want to do that song. And that's kind of how it works in our life, right? We just yeah. keep doing and we just keep being. And then all of a sudden, something else <laughs> occurs and another person and another catalyst and another thing. And voila, that song became Carrie Pickler's. So Crazy. I just, I loved it. So with that in mind, and with all the fun that we've had today about music, I thought it would be super fun to play a little bit of music trivia. If our audience can guess who's singing this song, you know. <laughs> oh, yes. 
that was uh betsy and Lindsay in utah singing car wash in the car wash okay you know but music just brings us all together and i do think it's important that we all get to recognize some of our favorite artists our favorite songs our favorite talents so why don't we play a little music trivia and uh let's go ahead and put up the first question i think this is sunny's question and audience play along let's see if you know the answer Okay, so this was music trivia that I found online, and here's the question. This triumphant Elton John tune from 1983 had a colorful video that made the singer-songwriter a force on MTV. What is the name of the song? I want everyone in the chat, give me your best answer. Elton John song. I know all of his songs are very colorful. Are we allowed to say Can it? Guess too? Can we guess too, Sunny? Yeah, guessing? well... So I think we're, we have a reveal, right? Did we have okay. a reveal? Did everyone well, have a we, chance to get about guess? it? Well, uh, I guess. Hey, better, hey, better, hey. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, Kim got it. Kim says, I'm still standing. Yeah, yes. Kim. <laughs> so quick story, quick story behind this is I just feel like that that could be everybody's theme song right now. After everything that we have been yes. through in our own personal lives and however long we've been at this thing called life and just bringing the light and all of that, this is my go-to song. It will cheer me up no matter what kind of mood I'm in. So thank you, Sir Elton John, for creating this and for your <laughs> lovely, colorful video. So that's why I chose the song. It's amazing. Awesome. Yay. Yay. So I think our next question is actually by the beautiful Miss Shay. What do we got going on with Shay's question? So what 90s rapper was also a Calvin Klein underwear model? Of course, leave, <gasps> leave it to me. <laughs> yeah, leave I'll it to be, me. I'll be quiet. And uh, uh, fun fact, one, I mentioned him earlier, and he was my first CD that I bought, like, in the <gasps> world. Like, oh, for real. To play, to play in my awesome, famous uh, boombox boom that had the detachable speakers and the two <laughs> cassette tapes. Players. So, yes. so oh put it in gosh. the chat okay. if you know who was the 90s rapper. Okay. That was I also know a Calvin Klein. Oh, Blair says Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Baby. Okay, yes. reveal. Oh, Whoa. oh, oh, oh my. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Is that Mark Wahlberg? Marky Mark. Mark. Marky, Marky Mark. Marky Mark and the Funky, funky Bunch. Thank you. Oh, yes. Marky Mark. Oh, wow. Yes. Hello. I love those here. Wahlberg brothers. Is it getting hot in here, ladies? It's getting hot in here. I'll just use this one. I'll just use this one. It's okay. Not our good time. Lindsay. Yeah. Next up. Okay, next up. So we have, I think it's my question. Which band from San Diego sings a really fabulous song, Dare You to Move. Anybody, anybody? Ooh. These are San Diego bands. Yeah. This is my favorite band. Uh, I should know this because I'm in San Diego, but can you give us another hint? Can you tell us like what genre hint. or anything? Uh, yeah, it's kind of, they started out as a Christian band and then they went into pop. And they, um, Jonathan is their lead singer and he has been singing some really beautiful music for a long time in San Diego. Yes, Blair okay. got it. Switchfoot. Ah, what? yay. Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Okay. I'm Switch sorry. Foot. That is All right, way. hang on. This Switch. is the best song. 
Well, obviously, sometimes some of the underwire people don't really get the memo and understand the trivia question. So my question is next in a quite different format. But I thought I was right. Who's Betsy's favorite musician of all times when she got to and when did she get to sit in the second row? Of one of his concerts. Also mm. mentioned in a previous trivia contest, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Marky Mark. Changing. There's me. There's me sitting in the second row. Next picture. It is. Go for it. Oh, coming. Oh, oh, oh. Elton John. The fabulous Mr. Goggles himself. <laughs> Mr. Goggles. Okay, we, good story. We were sat in the second row. Doug knew we had second row tickets. He acted like he didn't know. We got seated right there. Next picture, we were that close to him. And I have a shrine in my office with the frame signed Elton John cover. I have Elton John bobblehead. And for my 50th birthday, wait for it, my husband had done a speed painter. And in my house, I have a next picture, 15 foot by 10 foot Elton John in my house, in my stairway. 15 foot, wow. 15 foot tall Elton John in my house. And Shay, you will be seeing that this week. You'll see it Hello, Elton John, not goodbye, yellow brick. Um, this has been such a fun, fun show. I know we're super running late, but we just want to tell you we are on Telegram. And that is how so many of you have been reacting tonight. So please join us on Telegram, Underwired Live. You can talk to us, show us your art, show us your dance moves, all the things we've been seeing tonight. It's been super, super great. And uh, we also have a promotion that we do on the show with kindness coins. Lindsay invented these fabulous kindness coins. And tonight I'm going to say that Energy Gal gets to be the winner of the of the kindness coin. Uh, she not only is from Congo, start there, learned her dance moves in Congo, but has shared some art with us tonight. And uh, so Energy Gal, just contact Lindsay Andriotti in her Telegram chat and give her an address and we'll get you a fabulous kindness coin we love having you as part of this live show we are dedicated to uplift and support you here the underwired crew and team we can't wait to be live again next monday so join us on telegram and we will see you next week thanks for watching yeah. bye, -bye. I just wanna love.